to be frank, the one time I was like, okay, I'm going to let him do it. <laughs> Stop. I too much. Stop. I've got to let him do it. I was like, okay, he's, he's going to do it. And he was like, just relax. And I did it and I farted and I, never <laughs> I will never do it again. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. What kind of day is it, Andy? It appears to be a love fest. It does. And it's a couple that I'm, I can't even hide my excitement. I'm a little excited. I'm like jittery with excitement over this couple. I'm excited, A, because I actually want to know their answers to my questions. Mm -hmm. And B, because I'm like... A little starry-eyed. Are you starstruck? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little starstruck. Oh, that's nice. Uh, our guests today are none other than Rachel Lindsay and Brian Abbasolo. Thank you for joining us. You guys. Thank you so much for having us. Quite Thank the you. introduction. <laughs> My it's, goodness. It's 100% truth. Andy saw me. I was like, I'm really nervous. Don't. Oh my gosh. Don't be. We're excited for this. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Thank you guys. You're the Thank sweetest because you. you, I think, are some of the busiest uh, people in the biz and in very <laughs> different bizzes. And you carved out the time for Dear Shandy. And of we course. so appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. So just so you know, what we do with these Love Fest episodes, it's just all about your story. And just we're giving you full permission to be as self-indulgent and specific <laughs> and long-winded as you want to be. I know you guys on the whole are on the private side with your relationships, so no pressure to share anything you're not comfortable sharing, but just in general, we want to know the ins and outs of your dynamic beyond the amazings and awesomes that we get too much on The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Mm, Okay, (laughs) let's do it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, so we're just going to start at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Andy, do you want to ask the first question on the list? What were your first impressions of each other? Oh, how have those changed, if at all? <laughs> Babe, do you want to? I'll, I'll go first. Uh, my first impression. So when I first saw Rachel, I believe it was on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, oh. And I remember oh. her saying three. This was when she was announced as a bachelorette. And she said what she was looking for in a guy. And I believe it was somebody who made her laugh. I believe it was somebody who likes sports. Basically, three things that I was like, I could do that. <laughs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> like, let's go for it. So I could already tell even before meeting her that she was a very easygoing person and that she was very personable. And I feel like I'm a very easygoing guy. So I felt that we were going to get along really great, really great. That's Wait a, a minute. Answer. So how has that changed now? <laughs> yeah. No, it, well, he yeah, did say or has it. So I don't think it has. I think that like... We were like, like we were in our season, we were pleasantly surprised. Like we went in with these preconceived notions and I think everything just got better and better and everything that we had thought basically came to fruition and it was just better than we thought. But I'm not as easy going as you thought. You've come to learn that I'm a type A. She's a Taurus. She's a Taurus. (laughs) A little little stubborn. stubborn. That's where I was going with that. I was like, "Mm, am I easy going all the time? Not... Not true. I meant like more chill. Like you could yeah. be very relaxed. We can sit around on a lazy Sunday, watch football. You could watch sure. the Cowboys lose. I mean, it's, <gasps> that's it's, it. Uh, We're done. Interview <laughs> over. Push, push the wrong buttons. <laughs> I I can't imagine you not being easygoing, frankly, I mean, Rachel. 
I, I am easygoing, I guess, in like how I move about. And I have a more of a like a low key chill personality, but I'm very type A when it comes to work and, and I'm like more controlled, like hands on when it comes to things. And I think that for me, that's developed over time. When I worked for someone, I was way more laid back. But now that I'm like running my own sh- like running out, uh, oh my gosh, I can't say this right. Even though I'm like the, the captain of my ship and I'm figuring things out for myself, I've become very type A because I'm in a business that I'm not familiar with. And I just feel like um, I just have to have a control on everything, on control on things. It's weird. It's I've, I've changed. I've changed since in that regard with the bachelorette. But my first impression of Brian has changed because when I first met Brian, I was like, "Woo, who is this? You know, you see it on my face when he steps out of the limo, which is one of the highs of The Bachelorette, is that you will always see the first moment that I laid eyes on Brian and you will see my, my initial reaction. And I love that. I want to share that with our kids one day. I'm jealous of that, by the way. Wait, what? <laughs> of just like you have that on camera, that yeah. first... Like oh, right. we've t- we've spoken before about how we wish like we could get the I can't believe I'm admitting it. This is oh, so this embarrassing. Is embarrassing. But like, you know, we met in this at this event space and we're like, I wonder if there happened to be a camera on that corner where we were sitting. You know, it's just <laughs> such a it's such a silly thing to wish for. Yeah. But you guys got it. <laughs> I should have brought my crew with me. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't, you don't think about it in the moment. But now that it's over and it worked, it's like, wow, we have that moment forever. So my initial retraction attraction. Uh, or I was initially attracted to him and I didn't know though that he was Latino until he said he spoke in Spanish and then he said have you ever dated a Colombian guy so now I'm even I'm like no I haven't I'm even more intrigued and he was very charming and he was very very smooth and I was like, okay, this guy, and he said it, he's like, I'm trouble. And I thought, okay, he's in trouble. I mean, he's trouble, but I don't know if it's in a good way or a bad way. So I kind of like my antennas went up with him because I was like, he's like a smooth operator. That was my first impression. Like too smooth. Yeah. Yeah. And so now my impression of him has changed because he's a lot more reserved. He's a lot more quiet and um, he's, he is charming. He is smooth, but in all the right ways. Like he's not, he's not a smooth operator. He's not what I, th- and then when he told me he's from Miami, I was like, Oh, great. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So I just, ha- I just Miami had, guy. I just had so many strikes against me. I mean, I, w- yeah. I was from Miami. I mean, guys down here don't get the best reputation. And then they started playing like this Latin, sexy Latin music. <laughs> right. Time. When I, right. When I said I was Colombian and it was just, <laughs> it just went on that. from there. Oh, that oh, show is so stuff. subtle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Always a, a light Real hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. nice touch. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, so what I always liked about Brian is that there is like, yes, he was smooth, but there is like a quiet confidence because I think it's easy to sort of correlate smoothness with arrogance. Mm-hmm. But it sort of, sort of just sounds like, Brian, you're smooth. Like, you know what you have going on with women. Do you know what I mean? No, he's Colombian. Sense? He can't help it. He, <laughs> he knows how to deal with women and he's smooth. It's in the DNA. <laughs> Not his fault. Yeah. No. That's very and it doesn't look like you don't look like you're from Miami, by the way. If I had a hundred guesses, yeah. If you, you, if you from, had to guess, if you had to guess, what do you think? A hundred top hundred, no Miami. Where, what would you guess? Well, it's just anywhere. 
somewhere. <laughs> anywhere, anywhere but Miami. Anywhere, basically anywhere but, yeah, exactly. Well, anywhere when I Miami. met him, he had like the deep V, the deep V shirt. The yes, you did. Whoa, whoa, slow down. In my jacket? Yeah. What's what's the I problem mean, with that? Your, your picture, your picture, um, your bachelor picture. Oh, yeah. Had, yeah, terrible. like he I was. I picked a terrible shirt. Yeah, you were a little was it deeper bit than this? more Miami. Yes. No, yes. it was it was just <laughs> like that. It was just like it. The only thing was it was red. It was red. Yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah. That's, yeah. Was, no, you were. Right. He's like changed it up a bit <laughs> since Listen, you've come along. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely uh, upgraded my style for sure. <laughs> okay. That's so, what women do, right? Isn't that what women? Uh, do? Yes. Yes. yes they, make you better. <laughs> they make men less embarrassing. <laughs> Correct. Your entire wardrobe has been overturned. I don't wear, I literally, the only thing I wear that I actually purchase, probably my white t-shirts. Yes. It's like, that's, we're safe picking those out, right? Yeah, right. Like it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to mess that up. Fair, yeah, exactly. And actually Just, at first I did try, I was like, have you thought about, and oh, then I realized. <laughs> <laughs> well, she tried to get me into these like, like Nick, Nick Vile was wearing these like fancy V-neck white tees. I was like, I'm not spending no, they $200 were on a white V-neck. They were super soft, James Purse, like just such like cuddly yeah. soft. Well, his, these are a little starchy. I'm barely holding on to like manhood. I cannot go for $150, Listen, there's nothing t-shirt. wrong with Hanes, right? <laughs> and by the way, yes. They are that's that's the right. Right. Did you know? Did you know? But this is Hanes. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're still aiming for a sponsorship. Of course it's Tagless. What am I Agnes? Animal. Super comfortable. Super comfortable. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's Sympathic. segue now into with, talking about specific traits. And again, you can be as long-winded as you please. How would you say you two complement each other? Oh, yin to the yang, I would say. it's She's the more outgoing, like she says. Uh, you know, she lights up the room when she walks in. You know, she's a life of the party. I'm more reserved. I like to scope the scene out a little bit first. And then, you know, maybe a couple drinks and, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'll open up a little bit more. But yeah, I would say that's the case. So she'll she'll kind of like start the party up, but then I'll, I'll be right behind her. Oh, just like nice. a good man is supposed to be, you know, behind her <laughs> and just exactly right. You know, there supporting you so, so, supporting her all the way. Would you say you're more introverted then, Brian? What did you say I was, babe? I'm a uh, introverted extrovert. Extroverted introvert. Extroverted introvert. I'm better. I, I feel like I'm a lot better one on one. So like when I'm in her, with her, you know, she's dying, laughing, all my jokes. And, oh wow! <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> no, she's just having oh. the best time. But then when we're like in groups, I'm a little more reserved. I'm the exact same way. And I feel like you're a little more Rachel-y. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rachel. I'm very Rachel. <laughs> well, I've just, you know, sort of kind of the, the spotlights on you in a good way, not ever in an irritating mm-hmm. way, the way it can be with people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm similar to you in that I, I'll i transform maybe with a drink or two. And <laughs> I, don't, it's, I find that the more people there are, the quieter I become. Yeah, same. Uh, but I think we 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 talk about that all the time. If we had the same personality, we don't think oh, it would have worked. Yeah, like no. if there was two Rachels, no, it's, that's <laughs> there's too much too much Rachel for that to happen. I don't like myself that much. Yeah, <laughs> it, couldn't, it couldn't be both of us. But it the balance that we have yeah. worked out so well because 
I am a lot. Sometimes like I do things that, you know, I'm like, oh, maybe that was too much. So Brian is a good sounding board for me. So I feel like I can pull a lot from him in, in ways that I'm not. And it, it allows me to check myself, uh, which I, I wouldn't be able to do really if I didn't have him. We're really, a, a, a like he said, the yin and the yang, the, op, the opposites attract thing. But then our, our foundation is the same. Um, we had a lot of similarities that we found out on The Bachelor, like a lot of things in common with our hobbies, the way we were raised. Um, both of our parents are still together. They, both of them are around like 41, 42 years. Ooh, so there wow. were just our values, our morals were the same. But then the way we f- go through life is different. But like I need a little bit more of Brian and Brian needs a little bit more of me. And so that's why when we're together, it's just it's really great. A great balance. Yeah. Oh. Did- did you guys, and I, this is just the nature of the beast, but I, you, you are, in addition to romantic partners, you're kind of business partners just because of where you came from to mm-hmm. some degree. Mm-hmm. How does that Less work? than most less than bachelor most. couples, yeah, yeah. I would say, though, like but way do less. You, do you, how does that work in the relationship? <laughs> well, I think there's that? a reason we're less than most. <laughs> <There's> a- <laughs> we, I don't think we would work. I, we don't really work that well together, right, babe? Like we can we can say that. Well, like business wise. Yeah, like we don't really work that well together. Well, at the same time, I mean, if you want to say we don't work together that well, I mean, I would think it's more because we have really two separate, like brands. But I just I mean? think like, we mm. we go about it in a like I like I said, I'm type A, and I think I, it would just drive. And like sometimes I have a tendency to micromanage, and it's just like not great. So, and, I, and Brian works in a totally different way. I mean, he runs his own business, but he runs it totally different and it works for him and it's successful yeah. for him. I think when we come together, like, cause we've talked about like, oh, maybe we should do a podcast together. You guys, <laughs> look at where we are. <laughs> How do you guys do it? I mean, it's, cha- it's I think it's challenging. <laughs> yeah, Charlene already yeah. yelled at me today about the podcast. <laughs> you know, it's funny like for the most part we're ourselves it's just inevitably one of you is going to be feeling like you're doing most of the work it's the same yeah any business same thing. Yeah, yeah i mean everything all the research all all the tech stuff all the editing like pretty much he just shows up <laughs> see this is see, what we, we went, this is exactly I, what we were talking right here about. man that's that's me and you right there charlie this is me <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, yeah, there have been moments where, I'll, you know, we'll do the whole setup. And, you know, we're in our one bedroom apartment in New York City right now. So it's mm-hmm. it's not like we have a separate studio where everything's set up and ready to go. So every time we do it and it's not just setting up the equipment, you know, I need to have my hair done and my and I have my outfit picked out. And so we'll set up and then. <laughs> He'll he just arrive. shows up in his Hanes t-shirt and he's ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. I mean, we're not even kidding. He wears the same shirt every time. And he, sometimes he'll just like not really be in the right mood. And I'll be like, why didn't you tell me before? <laughs> Charlene, I understand you. <laughs> yeah, I just need the warning before I put on my makeup. Make you guys work. make it work. I think, you know, it, if we had to, yes, we could. Yeah. Um, we would just, there would have to be some compromises that were made, but for the most part, we really don't work together unless it's like an appearance or social, yeah, like a joint business. venture. It's, yeah. It's a lot easier to do or this for the most <laughs> part, I've got to say, I'm impressed by how separate you guys manage 
to keep things mm-hmm. because you know as a not to use this term but like as a bachelor nation power couple you know a lot of those couples tend to like every single photo and it's all about them all the time and i really like how you guys do have it's like you've almost made a concerted effort to maintain those individual brands. Smart. Yeah, I think for us, one, we were, and I'm using quotations for all those listening, I'm using air quotes, we were older than most people coming on the show. So I was 32 when I was The Bachelorette, Brian was 37. So we were both established in our own right and had our careers coming in. I was an attorney, he was a chiropractor, or is a chiropractor. And um, I think that because we had our own identity, we went back to those ways and we weren't trying to like come together and start a business together or, or a platform together or trying to like succeed in that way. We mm-hmm. found each other and that's exactly what we wanted. Yeah, it's and, like what we came there to do. Yeah, and then we yeah. were like, we're going after our other dreams and what it is that we want to pursue. I mean, you guys are the poster children for why everyone on the show should be a little older. I think. Yeah, this is the first time I've actually spoken to someone on this podcast with a four handle in front of them. He's very excited about you, Brian. (laughs) With a what now? A four. You got a four, right? He's excited that you're 40. 40? Oh, yeah. I'm the big 4-0, man. four handle. Yeah, I have not experienced four. Four is crazy. Yeah, you're our first 40 on this podcast, and Andy's so excited. (laughs) It's amazing. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a it's maturity, but it makes me feel better. <laughs> Absolutely. A little different maturity. On I the love it. Yeah. I, it. It goes such a long way in this world. And I mean, even with Claire on, I mean, I don't know if y'all are paying I mean, Charlene, I know you do, but I don't know if you pay attention to like the, the, Claire season, but she went in and she went out. Like she was like, I don't have time for all of this. Yeah. She knew what she wanted. Um, yeah. So to get back to the ways in which you complement each other, would you say you were specifically looking for those traits when you were looking? Ooh. You know, and if not, what were you I looking for? I knew when I came on this podcast that you were going to ask really, really good questions. <laughs> questions that I know, really, it's one of the things I really love about you. And I knew that they were questions that I had not been asked before. Um, I love her. <laughs> I, I, Really, I um, I guess yes. I mean, for me, I wanted someone who I definitely don't remember whatever I said on Jimmy Kimmel. Apologies, but I'm glad you knew that you fit them. I was paying attention. <laughs> and that okay, we'll start with there. Brian pays attention. He listens. I wanted someone who did that. I wanted. There were I. I was in a very both Brian and I came from um long-term relationships before coming on the show. And there were certain things that I learned about myself and what I wanted out of that relationship that I knew I wanted in the next one. And one of those was that someone who listened, someone who, someone who really made me a priority. Like I don't need to be the, the, like the center, obviously there's other things in, in Brian's life, but that made me feel like I was important in their life. And then also with, I wanted it to be aligned in, you know, the, the same values and how we wanted to raise a family. And I wanted someone who also was supportive of my dreams and goals and allowed me to be myself. That was taken away from me in a past relationship as well. Brian had 
all of those things. And then so much more like the bonus is that, you know, he's attractive. That wasn't even necessarily on my list. The bonus is that he's funny as a great, and we're able to have great conversation with one another, that he loves sports, even though he just dissed my Cowboys on this podcast, (laughs) you know, we're going to let that one go. Let's strike one. We're going to let that go. Uh Oh, beginning (laughs) of the end. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely Brian, Check if I had a list, which I got rid of before the Bachelorette. Brian checked yeah, out pretty much everything, I, I, if not I, adding to it. I would oh. say, yeah, like I was looking for the total package in a sense. And I mean, I, I even think I said it on the show. I mean, obviously, besides her beauty, I think the personality is, you know, shines through as well. You know, like I said, she lights up a room whenever she walks in. So for me, it wasn't just the the beauty was the personality. It was the ambition, the drive that she has. I mean, that the fact that she makes me a better man and want to better myself for her, um, you know, that was a big factor. The fact that she's funny, uh, of course, loving sports. I mean, that that is rare. <laughs> that is very rare to find in a woman. And the fact that she actually knows her sports. It wasn't just you know, name some mascots and some teams and <laughs> go Cowboys and like has no idea, only knows Dak Prescott as a quarterback and that's it. Like, no, she knew like a little game planning, a little X's and O's. So I was just really impressed with that. So the fact that we could watch Sports Center first take on a uh, every day of the week when, you know, when we were together, it was just, it was just absolutely fabulous. You wow. know, she, are you at the painting your face level of sports fandom? No, no, no. no not no, even okay. close. No. You're not, not even close. close. Okay. Just I'm just trying to get a bearing here. No, okay. no, no. Just some paraphernalia. Okay. <laughs> but you know what Brian gave me that I didn't know I needed? I also wanted someone who balanced me. I thought compliments me, which yes, you want, but the balance and like calms me down. I have never been a homebody. I like to be on the go, 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 but I can sit and do nothing with Brian. We can do the most simple things. If you would have told me we were going to be in quarantine for months and months and months, I would have said, I'll lose my mind. Brian and I had the best time with one another. We needed, I I mean, I guess we needed that because I've been on the go so much, but it was beautiful. And I feel like we learned more about one another and just being still and present with one another was the best thing ever. And that's something this relationship has given me that I didn't even know I needed. It's the best test of a relationship. Living together is obviously a precursor to any yeah. success yeah, it's a relationship, huge test. but to live with each other during quarantine, to basically yes. live in a, let for be- lack of a better term, a prison cell. Yeah. Is yeah. Like, I'm sure that'll offend someone somehow, but yeah. But I mean, can you give more of an endorsement to a relationship no, I, after you've made it successfully through that? Yeah. Well, yeah. You I, make it through quarantine, you can basically make it through anything. Yeah. 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 And I feel like it's sort of sped up some relationships, you know, maybe some boyfriend, girlfriends who were like in those beginning stages sure. and then it just sort of or goes just straight to the year it, mark. Yeah. I really. Like after a couple like, months. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So many ended. So many relationships. You're forced to face each other. There are no distractions. And that was a fear of mine coming off the show. It's you're so in this bubble, you get all caught up in it and you want to make sure that it can work in reality. And then you leave the show and everyone's coming at you. You know, you're at your peak as far as popularity, you're traveling, you're getting free trips, you're having all these appearances. So when all that is stripped away, where do you stand with one another? Mm-hmm. And I mean, we recognized that before quarantine, but I think when you come off the show, 
it's the, it's the biggest, one of the biggest fears you have. Is this person really the person that they say they are? Well, so that actually, I'm going to go out of order then because I did have a question about that. Um, What would you say the pros and cons were of that, of that, you know, the TV aspect, it being in such a public eye, you know, on the surface you would be like, okay, it's just a bunch of cons. That's what, you know, I, me being super pragmatic, I'm like, oh, that wouldn't serve a relationship at all. But did, were there pros and were there cons? What was your experience with that? Uh, I mean, obviously, I was blessed to be in the experience just because at the end of the day, I found her. Um, but there's so many more positives than there are negatives. I mean, we definitely got a lot of, which all couples do coming off that show. There's always going to be haters and trolls and people that comment and... You know, we actually got a lot of hate in her being the first lead of color. You know, there was some nasty racist comments that we still get to this day. I literally think it's the same person. They talk, they, <laughs> that person they, they is talk, very sad. That yeah, they mean. talk. They always say certain words exactly the same. So it's like, I know it's you. Like, stop making these <laughs> 855 accounts just to come back <laughs> at us and troll us. But I mean, if that's Amazing. all Imagine that's having happen, that kind of free time. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Incredible. That's what you do with your free time. Yeah. It's like we they're uh, renting head, you know, they're taking up space in our in our their heads, but um yeah, it's just a situation. I mean, but if that's the worst thing that can happen, I mean, so many good great things have happened ever since. I mean, our relationship has grown so much. And one of the things that I wanted to tell you before the, that I love about Rachel was that she keeps me on my toes. You know, in past relationships, I've I don't want to say I, I was bored, but like there was something missing. Like they were missing that X factor. And it's funny. There's a, there's a line that Drake says, he says, have a little attitude and it'll make it last. So babe, you do have a little attitude, but I like well, I'm that. Free. I'm free to I, have I, it. I, I, I like, I like that little, I think, I think the person that I'm with, I think they need to have that. I can't just have, Oh, super sweet all the time. Like I need a little, you know, I need to fight me a little bit. Oh, you're in good you company. Guys heard Andy. it. Feels, you feel that way whole Yeah, I feel like it's important, like whoever's driving the car in a relationship, I think it's important to know that the person in the passenger seat can take over the driving. That's the yeah. way I see it. And yeah. I feel like I would let Charlene drive the whole way if she wanted to. <laughs> but, but just you know, in case. I, just in case. You never know. I just, like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I would have uh, agree with what Brian said. Um, there are obviously a lot of pros I think everybody knows what they are, but the cons are, I think people think they know who you are and they really, really don't. And um, there's a lot of misconceptions that people have about you, us as a relationship. I mean, right now you let people talk. Brian and I are getting a divorce. Oh yeah. You know, like that's <laughs> true. If you Google us right now, we're getting a divorce. Oh my God. Because I heard, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> because we don't flaunt our relationship all over social media. We're bi-coastal with one another right now, but people act as if your relationship is defined by only what they can see. And we fell in love in such a public way. So it's very important for us to have some privacy now that we can control how our relationship is. That's very important to us. We don't need to showcase it and let everybody know what's going on. So I think just like the misconceptions that people have and being misunderstood, I'm very outspoken. And I, and Charlene, so are you. 
<laughs> we say things, we say things or write things that maybe other people are too afraid to say in this world. And so I think a lot of times we get misunderstood when it comes to that. And so that's kind of been a con as well. She's going to make me cry. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, because that's my that's my biggest difficulty in all this. And I can't even imagine like the scale that the two of you are on. You know, even just since we've started this little baby podcast, you know, there are people speculating about our relationship and, you know, what the kinds of people we are. And it's, I'm curious, Rachel, how that affects you, if at all, like, what is your personality type with that? Does it bother you? Does it get to you? Both of you? Um, for the most part, no. I've been, I'm really good at compartmentalizing things. Um, but I definitely have my moments, you know, where, and Brian knows, like, I'll come to him, it'll, it'll just be something that just really bothers me, or I'm so upset because I think everyone should understand what I meant or what happened or understand something between Brian and I. And I'm just like so frustrated that once again, these preconceived notions are placed on me or these stereotypes are placed on me, but this person can get a pass for doing what I did or worse. And then, but I don't, I don't get that same latitude when it comes to things. And so, you know, that's when like Brian's very good at like calming me down and comforting me and bringing me back, you know, to, to, to myself. But I, for the most part to answer your question, no, but I definitely have my moments. And honestly, I think it's kind of therapeutic when I do, because everything doesn't roll off your back. Everything isn't always okay. And some things do get to you. We're human at the end of the day. Yeah. Like she says, like, I'm, I'm a little bit more of a, I'm the balance with her. She, you, you were, you did have a tendency to clap back. You I know, used I, to. Oh my god! You, yes. you don't do it so as much as much anymore. But yeah, you used to clap clap back, and you know, I maybe would be a little hesitant. I told you, hey babe, why don't you chill out on this one or pick your battles, so to speak. Um, they sound exactly like us. Yeah. But I, I still have moments, right? Like I called my co-host fiance, now ex-fiance, a piece of shit. Yeah. You know? so I, I mean, like I was like, okay, that's Brian gonna be national news. Brian was like, Brian goes, were you drunk? I go, it was midday. I hadn't had a drink at all. Middle afternoon. And I was like, he is. And then you, and then all this comes out and people are like, okay, Rachel was on to something. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's like, it's crazy because everybody wants, you know, everybody that watches the show wants real and raw and like, that's what's attractive. But then when you actually get it, now people are upset. They now they want you to revert back to you know just looking pretty and posting pretty pictures so and everything's true. kumbaya. So but so Rachel true. is the type of woman that if you ask her a question, she's going to be one hundred percent honest and Gives it's going to rub people the wrong way. And oh, it is what so it is. Refreshing though. Oh How dare dare you be so real on TV? <laughs> It's Shame this bachelorette you. facade. It's like a, they want to, to see you, but they don't want to hear from you. You're supposed to be pretty and looked at. Like they make it seem like you're the lead and you have all this power. But the show is set up for women to be saved at the end of the day. And I actually have, a, have an issue with point. that. Um, so it's, you're re- you really don't have as much power as they make it seem just because you're the lead of the show. It's still set up the same way. Like we just want to look at you and you to be perfect. We honestly that don't particularly uh, bothered me about Claire's season was just, you know, how he was the one that she chose. It felt like this should have been her 
narrative, you know, and then suddenly at the very last second, it became all about her hoping that he wanted her back. You know, everything about it was yeah. just suddenly she was in this position where she needed to be saved. And it drove me crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta get but back yeah, to, to the basics of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But to just take it back two steps to Rachel, when you said sometimes it's almost therapeutic and how Brian comforts you, we can relate to that so hard because typically I will get upset in the moment and maybe want to clap back to use Brian's terminology, but you're, he's very like calming for me. And when I do finally have a meltdown, you're right. Like it is therapeutic. I, I almost think it would be better for me to just have mini meltdowns more often (laughs) instead of letting it build up. But yeah. Ah, you guys are so great to talk to. Okay. You want to ask or do you want me to ask? I will ask. (laughs) What was an early hurdle in your relationship? If there was one. I mean, pretty much the the day after we were announced. Oh my gosh, you guys. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Go ahead, babes. (laughs) I mean, obviously the, uh, the editing is very key on this show. And, you know, it basically played out that she was crazy about the other guy and I was confident the whole time, but the way the narrative played out and the way it was edited, it just made it seem like she was like, I was her second choice. So then the next day when we got announced and we did all this media, you know, that's all they would ask about, you know, what did you think about the other guy? You know, Rachel, did you really want to pick Brian? And Obviously, that was very frustrating because we had just gotten off. We had just finished this beautiful love story. We were ready to announce it to the world and show everybody how much we loved each other. And that's pretty much all they asked us. So we just got frustrated. It was just a really, really frustrating day. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it actually made us stronger because we always talk about it. It's like, if we could get through that, we can get through anything. Yeah. bad we had to kick everyone out of the room like I just like broke down because I was stuck in this place of I'm trying to defend my relationship and I'm trying to you know make sure that you know I'm protecting what we have and I'm standing up for Brian but at the same time I'm under contract (laughs) so it's like that would drive me crazy (laughs) what do I do and it just got to the point where I broke down Brian and I had a talk we kicked everyone out the room and then we were like you know what we're going to be a united force and we're and you know I was respectful but then I just started telling the truth because what I hated about the show is I was myself and I need to see every relationship through to the very end so when I made my decision I could say I saw everything through and I wanted you you know like I didn't stop short I didn't you know, prematurely send someone home. I didn't quit after 12 days. I saw everything through. So I could say, I've explored every single relationship and you're the person that I want. And I know that wasn't always comfortable for Brian to watch, but I needed to do that. So I knew that I was making the right decision. Uh, You know, and then people turn that against you. I've got to say that your season was, as much as I loved you, Rachel, and your guys' story, I found the narrative of your relationship very frustrating to watch. I often talk about, in my recaps, how much an edit does the final love story justice, because ultimately, that is, you know, what their purported reason for the show being is. Mm -hmm. And so if you can't even make 
the millions of viewers watching it fall in love with the two of you together, then what the hell are you doing? And it just always bugged me how it just felt so like two dimensional, mm-hmm. the two of you specifically, which is sort of ties into what I said at the beginning of this episode, which is selfishly, I wanted to have you on just so that I could ask more about like how you complement each other and all this sort of like the little things that frankly, I felt were missing from your from watching oh, your yeah. season. Oh yeah. I mean, Brian had opened to me up about uh, had opened up to me about his his parents' relationship and how that's what he wanted and how they had been together and how his dad had cancer and how he saw what his mom did and you know how she sacrificed so much to take care of him and like all like how his parents got together. There was so much that people didn't get to see. And what we learned from it is the show doesn't care about your love story. They care about making the next lead for the following season. So this is we can keep this thing going. And that's what it was. It's about making you fall in love with who could be the potential bachelor or bachelorette, because we're not about, you know, when you have your love story, you we announce it and you go on and that's yeah. it. So you're already obsolete. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, a new yeah. Apple product. Next. <laughs> right. There's a one way ticket to wherever you guys like want to go. Love, that's how great. it is. Yeah, yeah. Your That's love it. check. We'll take credit for that for for, for eternity and, you know, <laughs> bye now. <laughs> okay, so speaking of hurdles, this is a popular question. It's Andy's go-to question. So do you want to ask it? Yeah. <laughs> so how do you guys fight? Andy loves this one. Ooh. How we we'll definitely fight differently. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Um I w- Wait, what would you say? I said, do you fight? Yeah, we f- I fight. What do you no, mean? No, we fight. <laughs> I like the way he's defense. It's like, I fight. I, I, I fight. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, I mean, we definitely fight. Uh, it can get sometimes nasty. I mean, we definitely have raised our voice at each other. And um, I think we deal with it a little differently. Like early on, I think that was a very hard thing for her to get a grasp on because I needed a beat to kind of gather my emotions and I didn't want to solve the situation right there. So we would, let's say we just got out of a, a, a yelling match over whatever topic. And then we just stopped talking for a little bit. She would want to keep talking about it and, you know, just <laughs> drag it on and like solve, the, solve the problem right then and there. And I needed a little bit of time to calm my emotions down, get a level head and then come back maybe a couple hours later and then we could come back respectfully talk it out without yelling at each other. And then it would be squashed. But she had a little bit of trouble that early on, but once she understood that it's like, okay, let's chill out for a second. I still struggle with it. I I am. um, I like, I can go from zero to a hundred. Like I do have a temper and I feel like over my 35 years, I'm very good at like controlling it, but sometimes I still go there. I'm not perfect. I, but it's better for me if I am getting upset and you're seeing it because it's really bad if I have no reaction. That it's like, like with any woman. It's like, you don't want that. It's, it's when a woman another, is fed up, it's taking yeah. another turn. You don't want that. But we oh, definitely- you want screaming. Screaming <laughs> yeah. is good compared to nothing. <laughs> right. And Brian yeah. is more, I am more vocal when I'm upset, but Brian is very direct, straight to the point, um, you know, in a, in a quieter, but impactful way. 
when he's upset, which again goes to our personality. You know, I'm that's not a very that's not a very Colombian way of being, Ryan. <laughs> he's not. Oh no, yeah, um, yeah. There's a stereotype about Colombian men that they're just you know it's called machista, and I mean I have a little bit of it in me, but not not to the extent where it just it's a very toxic to the relationship. But so, Ryan's so you- parents have this same dynamic. Yeah, that we have. So, like my mom is exact. Like your personalities are very alike, and my dad is very chill, more reserved. Yeah, and so I mean that's basically what I saw in her. I mean it's like I don't know. We I just get along great with that type of personality. (laughs) Yeah, I can relate to that, Brian. Like Andy shares a lot of traits with my dad. Like all, all my favorite. Not in a weird way, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but and and they not surprisingly get along really well. But yeah. yeah, there's like, like part of my sense of humor was shaped by my dad, you know. So it makes sense yeah. that I would find funny a guy who has a similar sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's um, natural. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So, so you your fighting style sound a little different. Rachel, you sounds like you get a little more heated. Brian, you need a second. So how would you say you solve or you resolve that conflict? Is it just taking that breath? Yeah, there, I feel like there's been a lot of times where I've been a little, I don't even know if you know this, babe, but like I'm kind of worried about what the re-encounter is going to be like. And then I'm actually pleasantly <laughs> surprised because she'll step up to the plate and actually apologize and like we'll talk about it and I'll like, wow, wrong. that went no <laughs> which is never <laughs> that's such a big caveat <laughs> so, so like we come back together and I've been pleasantly surprised on numerous occasions where it's like wow that went way better than I expected like there I felt like there would still be tension and it could just blow up in any moment but after we took our time to relax and kind of think things over, I would be pleasantly, pleasantly surprised that she would come back with a level head. And, you know, she would tell me what she thought she did wrong. And then in turn, that calmed me down. And I'd be like, you know what? I, I totally get you. I was wrong when I said this and did this. And then we just make up. Like you we're very mature in that sense where we both have <laughs> learned to look in the mirror. And then once we come together, you know, we just we just squash whatever is going on. It's a good thing you don't live in my head because that's it's years of therapy that gets me back. Truly, that gets me back to. I'm a big believer in therapy. That get gets me back to a calm place because my def, my initial reaction is defense mode, and so like I'll immediately start like I'll put a wall up. I'll get angry. I don't want to be vulnerable and I'll just like start protecting myself and I'll start thinking of like, well, that's fine. Like, I don't need to, I don't really need to talk to him, um, you know, for this amount of time because I can take care of it. Like truly it's the worst. Like I, I immediately shut down. I go, I go there too. Like my immediate sort of knee jerk reaction is like, well, fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I don't need this shit. Like it just goes to this rage. You immediately start thinking about like leaving. Yeah. I like start packing my bag. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm kidding in terms of our relationship because that's, I think how we knew that this relationship was different was the fact that you, you don't start packing but yeah in past relationships certainly you know you feel like there's a straw that breaks that camel's back and you're like there's a 
I'm like you're you're just sort of like go all the way to the well, end. Well, there's a big you know difference. I mean? Like honestly, like in some relationships, I would look forward to those big fights because I'd be like, "Here's my opportunity to get out of this." <laughs> <laughs> like I want this to be a. Bad this is one. the big one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I've been working towards yeah. this for I'm like finally I told them all this would happen no, yeah it's, it's not so good. funny it's not how good. that works though I totally get you and I know that that's how I know Brian is different because then I start thinking of like oh my gosh like this is like, he softens me like he'll walk past me and like I literally and I shouldn't tell you this because I'm like telling you my secrets but I like he melts me <laughs> And I just like immediately become soft. And I'm like, I start thinking about what he's feeling. I would never do that before. (laughs) I'm the one who's upset about it. And I start just thinking of it a different way. And I actually have started to need a beat to like gather my emotions, gather my feelings, gather my thoughts so that I can go to him in the right way. So I appreciate the break that you like to take because it actually gives me time to pull myself together so I don't pop off and say the wrong thing. And that's like goes, a forced break. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was going to say that just goes to show like the maturity that we had going on to the show. Like I knew being 37, I knew that I would have that to my advantage because I had had long, long relationships and I had been in love, fallen out of love. I broken hearts. I've had my heart broken. So I think what she was saying earlier, you know, she had gone to therapy. She had experienced all these things. So we both knew what we wanted. We were, we came together at the right time. I always say timing is everything. Um, And I think it was just the two right people at the right time coming together. And, you know, that it's just a testament to our relationship. And willing to put in the work. Yeah. Willing to put in the work. Like we talk about all the time. If I had met Rachel at 25, at Brian, Brian at 30 probably wouldn't have worked Mm-mm. that blowout fight probably would have packed. Would have ended. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we talk about that yeah, too. We, so honest. Yeah. We yeah. talk about that all the time. When I first moved to New York, I actually worked at a restaurant on this very street. Like, so Andy already lived in this apartment and I worked a block and a half away and we've spoken Thank before. Thank God we didn't meet. Yeah, I was like, I had just moved to the city. I was like 21. Like, yeah. thank God we did not meet. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have worked. I always think age is such an advantage on the show. If, you, if yeah. you've experienced enough, if you're like 37 and you've never had a functional relationship, then obviously not. But, yeah. you know, it really should work to your advantage. Oh, so a popular question that I get, you know, or that we get now that we have this podcast is, how do you know? Everyone wants to know if you believe in just knowing and if you knew and all that stuff, do you believe in the one or that aha moment or just knowing with a capital K? I mean, for me, that initial spark, I mean, our initial intro was pretty special. Yeah. Like it was just so smooth, so seamless. We joke about it all the time. We did like this little dap, and it was like perfect, like no rehearsal, <laughs> perfect. And it was just like the key going in the keyhole. Like it was just so perfect. And the interaction was just so perfect. So like right from Jump Street, I knew that, okay, this is this is going to be special. How special? I didn't know at the time. Obviously, I was competing with 30 other dudes, but I knew we had already you know, hit it right off. So, and then, like I said, everything was just a pleasant surprise from there on in. And what do we say? Geneva was the moment that Geneva, we knew. Which was our second date. 
but it was more for me. I, like Brian said, I knew we were going to be lovers, friends, or both, you know, which was the best case scenario. But when we had the second date, I just needed to know that he wasn't this smooth operator. I wanted to get even, I wanted to know about past relationships and why he was here, because to me, he was such a catch. And without even having to ask those questions, he gave that to me. Then meeting his family solidified it even more, going to his hometown. Everything felt so effortless, so natural. So like, I just knew, I I knew it was him, but I will tell you an aha moment. And this is after the engagement. We were, it was right after like, Getting engaged on TV is still the weirdest thing. It's special, but what's it's so weird. weird about it? It's totally normal. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know where to start. <laughs> no, it's 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 so weird when it's over and they're like season wrapped, and you're like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I have this big ring on my finger. It doesn't fit. Oh my gosh, we're engaged. We're in the middle of nowhere. Our parents don't know. I was actually terrified to call my parents and let them know. And then all of a sudden you get to do normal things. Oh, you and Brian can ride in the car with each other and you're going back to your hotel room. And it's just a very scary, scary moment. So I think I know um, what you're going to say. It was the next. Well, yes, we, we, they leave you alone and we were with each other and Brian got emotional and there were no cameras around. And I was like, wow, like that was real, but that wasn't the moment. The moment was the next day we're in our happy couple's house and we're in the kitchen and I'm like, you want to play some, we're like cleaning dishes. I'm like, you want to play some music? And I'm playing like old school R&B and it's my playlist. And Brian is singing the songs. And these are things we didn't talk about. So I was like, oh my gosh. And then on the way there, I started talking about this show that we both like Martin and he's quoting it. And it's like, we didn't even talk about these things. And it was like little things like that. And I remember I told him, I was like, I so made the right decision. Like I knew it, <laughs> but I definitely knew it because it was like little things we were learning about each other. So anyways, that was just an aha she moment. Ca- she called yeah, me Jerome. Cute. She called, me, called Jerome me Jerome from that that's, day on. That was like our code name. That was it was name. Linda and Jerome. Ooh. Like yeah. <laughs> wow. For when you like check into hotels and things. Did you yep. guys do the whole wig? Yep. The, okay. No, nice. we didn't do the wig thing. Oh, you we didn't were do really good. We were really okay. good. <laughs> All right. So one last question, and then we'll get to the game. What do you think your single friends who are actually looking are doing wrong? Oh, and we can skip. Another if good you want. question. <laughs> Most of Brian's friends are married. Yeah. Um, and the, and the one is not. Yeah, the one, the one, the one, I don't even want to tell anybody what, what he's doing, but <laughs> I, <laughs> sounds fun. I just, actually, let's just say he's getting with the wrong type of females, uh, <laughs> making bad decisions. Yeah, really bad. Um, I would say most of my girlfriends are single, actually. Hmm. And I would say they are chasing the idea of a man. Like they, they want what they think is glamorous or what they think is great and rather than what what works and what would be good for them so maybe they're actually not ready to settle down you're preaching to the choir charlene is always yelling about this yeah yeah. yelling yelling at the top of my lungs like to your girlfriends who are single um i mean more delicately but but (laughs) i I mean rachel just put it very delicately but yeah uh, as we did another love fest with a Leslie Murphy and she said it's sort of similar Rachel to what you're saying it's like she felt her friends have this like laundry list of just yeah. this, they're so picky it's and like you said it's this idea and I don't really know where that came from because I feel like we're past the point where you sort of expect you know your shining night or whatever but it's the level the number of demands yeah and expectations like, like get rid of the list 
Get yeah. rid of the list. Yeah. You and did, focus right, babe? On the you traits. got rid of the list. Exactly. Yeah, I always say if I was still holding on to a list, I wouldn't have been prepared to meet Brian. Hands down. I would What not. does Brian not have on the list? <laughs> you know what? Well, I check everything off. I actually everything. spoke about this. Have you guys seen um, the Uncomfortable Conversations web series that's going around? I haven't seen we it. We did. No. So it's this guy, Emmanuel Acho, and he like it's like uncomfortable conversations with a black man, and it's different topics. And one of them was interracial couples. Oh, wait. I did see it. I saw the episode with you. Yeah. You guys. And yes, I it was great. said one of the things on my list is I felt like I had to be with a black man. And so that's why mm-hmm. I say... I would have like if we were in a bar, I'm not I would have been like, oh, he's cute. But in my mind, that's what I thought I had. Like there was a time where I was like, that's what I'm supposed to be with. And so that's why I say if I still had that list, Brian would. It's like that. That's truly the only thing that. Wow. Wow. And religion. I will say religion, too. I felt like Brian had to worship the exact same way that I was because that's what I had been taught. And then I started to question that and I thought. Brian Morley is exactly what I would want and has the same values. I can't believe that I would turn away this fantastic man because he doesn't worship the exact same way that I was taught. He doesn't have the same religion that I had. Like I, I couldn't believe I would say no to him for that. Wow. So, she's so every refreshing. Woman was as reasonable I know as she's Rachel. the best. <laughs> I had to get there. I wasn't always that way, but I was like, I can't believe I would say no to him. And he has the same values I have just yeah. because he's that he doesn't have the same religion as me. Like I couldn't believe that I was going to do that. So, but so many people do Good for you. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, so many, so people many do. people. Yeah. It's just, just right off. It's like deal breaker, deal breaker, deal breaker. Yeah. I have one quick question. Go for it's a it. yes or no question. And okay, literally, you cannot Andy. elaborate. It is yes okay. or no. Okay. When both of you were about to go on the show, did either of you think that you would meet someone of this caliber? Uh, no. Okay. Brian? Yes. I, I... But did you think you were going to fall for me? Like, you thought you were going to get married on the show? Or from the, like, as your mother says, the girl of the show? <laughs> I, I I was <laughs> listen. I I am like a hope, hopeless romantic by nature. So yes, I I know yeah, you were is. pessimistic going in. You're like, I'm not gonna marry any of these dudes. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this show single. Reasonable, reasonable. <laughs> but I was very hopeful. I guess obviously seeing her before. I mean, you didn't you hadn't laid eyes on us, but I had seen you. I was like, okay, we could get along. You never know. You never know. So I was very positive going in. And then, like I said, once the initial spark and that initial one-on-one uh, attraction was there, like right from the jump, I mean, that was for me, I knew it could happen. It was a possibility. Yeah. Wow. That's very sweet. All right, you guys. Gabby will be happy to know that we're going to move on to the newlyweds game now. We suck at this game. We, we, haven't, done th- <laughs> yeah. we haven't done this in years. How do you know years. you suck? Yeah, how do you we know? We played it before. We did it like <laughs> right after the show. So we've done okay. this in years, guys. So maybe we've okay. had time. You've had time to practice. We've got you. Okay. <laughs> the lawyer and the chiropractor have the game rules down. We're, we're all set. <laughs> speaking of being, I, I'm sorry, Gabby, but speaking of being a chiropractor, Rachel, does he ever like do adjustments on you and stuff? Woo! I'm the worst. That's a sore I, subject. That's a sore, sore subject. subject. I don't like the sound of popping. And, mm, we love you know, the sound of and then to be frank, the one time I was like, okay, I'm going to let him do it. 
Stop. I too much. Stop. I've got to let him do it. I was like, okay, he's, he's going to do it. And he was like, just relax. And I did it. And I farted. And I will never, <laughs> I will never do it again. <laughs> he gets so embarrassed when I tell him that. But I was like, and that's why I was mortified. I mortified. I was like, never again. That's like a Sex of the City episode. <laughs> it is. Right? Totally is. That's pretty great. That's awesome. I mean, it's, I, it's, if anything, you both got more out of that session than most chiropractic yeah. sessions. Right? <laughs> yeah. And Brian was like, it happened to I cured sometimes. her irritable like, bowel syndrome. <laughs> and now, our favorite part. <laughs> Andy's excited. The Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay! Yay. <laughs> uh, you guys were, while you were writing your answers, you were endearingly insecure, but I could also tell you were quite confident. I'm interested to see how this goes. <laughs> Brian, I, Brian I feel like squirming. I was the confident one and I feel like I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> I got my money on Rachel. You do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm betting on Rachel. I am too, but only because she exudes this like confidence in it. While Brian's more like he had his head in his hands a bit. <laughs> I'm not second guessing myself. I'm just going with the first thing that popped in my head. So we shall see. Okay. <laughs> All right. So question number one, we will start Rachel with you. Okay. Rachel, who is your celebrity crush? I like the way it's just one name. <laughs> what about Idris Johnson or Idris Steinberg? Which one? He is got it? it right. Oh, oh, nicely done, Brian. Wow, nice. Very and that, nice. Yes, that was one of several. There's a long list. <laughs> I love that while you were like making jokes about how it was just one name, he I was getting see, it right. I didn't see it. It was too far away. We were little. Very good, Brian. Brian gets Very nice. one. Very nice. All right, Brian. So, so how did you do? You, you did you feel confident that that was the one out of the three, or you just sort of ran and ran? Yeah, that was it? one of the ones that I've heard the most <laughs> <laughs> during sex. Of course. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian, who is your celebrity crush? I know I don't know this. Uh-oh. Again, one of several. I was going to write her. Oh, <laughs> I know that feeling. Write her. Oh. I knew it. I was uh. going to. I feel like I should get a point. Oh, you said J-Lo. J-Lo. Oh, very attractive. I, yes. I literally was going to write Eva Mendez. I'm mad mm-hmm. at myself. I second guess mm-hmm. myself. Mm. Sure. Partial oh. credit? No. Oh, one, yeah. one zero, Brian. One zero. <laughs> okay, calm down. It's proving <laughs> us all wrong here. Okay, question number two. Rachel, you're stranded on a desert island and can only take three things. What are those three things? Mine are a book, sunglasses, and a knife. <laughs> It's very practical. First of all, yeah. when I give mine, I only listed one because I knew. You said this that we could, we could get one, right? Oh, as, as long as we get the one dice. right. As long as we uh, yeah, I think right. if you get one night, one right. One right, you win, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. we're, we're pretty easy going here at Dear Shandy. Yeah. I mean, we Shandy, want you to get the points. It. And we appreciate that. You've totally <laughs> said this before, babe. What did I say? Shoes. Oh, I did say shoes. Ooh. I did say that. That was like the first Ooh. thing. He's like, I wouldn't want to walk in all that swamp. It's actually and a very good one. <laughs> I bugs. Brian, what are the others? I mean, that's a that's an you easy. Right one. That's it. Right <laughs> <three>. <laughs> <laughs> she would just have shoes. Okay. By the way, you could 
literally have never met Rachel in your life and the answer shoes for something she would really want is probably, you know. Yeah, for any woman. Good, for any woman. Yeah, yes. it's always a good answer. I love that he placed all his bets on shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I was so positive. He's he is right. When we watch that show Naked and Afraid, I would always say these people are going around barefoot walking on all these things. You got to have shoes. That's the yeah. one thing I do say that. I forgot. We'll take your word for it, but unfortunately, so, but unfortunately, not today. And not today. <laughs> Thank you <so> much. Wow. <laughs> Brian, she kind of sabotaged him on that one. Did we? Right. I think. I think. Lynn's, I think C- Rachel C- sabotaged him. Oh no! Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> she should. She should be deducted a point. I think. Uh, we'll talk about that. We later. actually haven't thought. I don't about have how- any points. <laughs> <laughs> Negative one. <laughs> it's like Jeopardy. When they go- <laughs> okay, Brian. What are the three things you would bring with you to a deserted island? I chose a lighter slash fire starter, a machete. And mosquito repellent, a bug repellent. It's so practical. I love it. We, we, we've thought about these things. Sadly, we've thought about this question. Listen, before. when it gets dark out there, you need to start a fire. It's so No, true. I mean, these are very good things. It's a very good. These are okay, the best Rachel. possible three things you could bring. Okay, Rachel, what you did br- you put? You're bringing I water. I'm bringing nice. water. Fire starter and water. Oh, fire starter. Oh, so she gets she, that point. She won. What? She she won. Well, she gets that a point. point. I guess. They, they both got a point. No, he didn't get. No, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, he got shoes, right? Yeah. He put it all on shoes. <laughs> I mean, it's always a good answer. I gambled. You did. You did. It did not pay off. So one, one. All right. Keeping things interesting. Question number three. Rachel, what was your favorite childhood pet's name? Smokey. Smoky. Oh, wow. very nice. Brian, That's very right. Good. My Russian blue cat, Smokey. Oh, I love Russian blue cats. Andy's a big so cat great. person. So great. There's yeah. a there's a picture of him on a uh, memorialized on a plate back there behind Brian. Are you serious? Can I see that plate, Brian, please? Brian, show Smokey. Oh, I got to see this. Uh, oh. Oh. oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Shit. Oh, oh, it's, it's good? So good? Oh, okay, oh. good, good. Oh, my God. I thought that was glass. <laughs> I just had a heart attack. on top? <laughs> it's, it fell out. It, there's, in the move, we lost a piece in the move. Anyways, <laughs> that's smoking. That's not my fault. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. All I know people? is that my heart just stopped. Who are these people behind Smokey? <laughs> what the hell is going on? Who are, who are those people? What is this? <laughs> oh my Brian, god. Take a wait, take a picture of that so I can show that to my mom and ask her who those people are. That okay. is hilarious. The world is gonna want to know who those people are. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm gonna tell you what this means. So I was so distraught. My my cat died in like a freak accident that my mom made that for me. So now I'm realizing that maybe this plate was something she already had for something. I'm not quite sure. She cut the picture out and replaced it. And I, I yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that thing is like 20 years old. How is this if, just if being figured out now? I don't know, but that's the things that happen on the podcast. I'm dying. That's, that is pretty great. I, I want to know the backstory now. It's like I the do beginning too. Of, it's like I'm, the beginning like, of an Agatha Christie. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. If this were a movie, that plate would be like the key to some. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a horror movie, mystery, something, some suspense (laughs) situation. I have no idea. That's incredible. (laughs) 
I truly thought and he broke the plate. Yeah, they're so random too. Like it's you right. couldn't. I couldn't imagine two more random human beings <laughs> on the back of that Russian blue cat picture. And I don't even know. They don't even look related. <laughs> yeah, no. it's like an older man with a kid. Right. Like, yeah. You have to take a picture of that. I already, to my mom. I already said to you. I, already said I think that. you need to call the FBI. Wait, and is that just to be clear? Is that a, another photo placed on a plate, or is that the is plate it in the plate? It or was, was it a photo? They're both like paper, like. They just printed out a picture of something. So oh, maybe she put that as like a bat, like to hold it in. Yes, like, it was like uh, it seems like it was like the backdrop for Smokey. Oh, maybe it was like a magazine uh, picture or something. Or maybe it's yeah, the photo, the stock photo that came with the yeah, plate. Possibly. Can we solve the mystery? What are the odds that on this podcast we would see a plate <laughs> with a dead Russian blue cat picture on it, and behind that was an unrelated young boy and an older man? <laughs> I'm assuming they're you unrelated. Never know what's that's more happen. interesting. <laughs> that's pretty great. All I know is that you stopped my heart, Brian. I because right when she said "Don't break it," it was like, <laughs> okay, it is. It was messed up. I do remember that. You're, it's okay. We're not. Gonna that would have that would have also been amazing if it did shatter on the podcast, but but, but not good. Not, this not is good. much better. Yes, but also kind of amazing. It's a beautiful cat. Very That's very sad. I, I I don't want to make light of it. I'm a big fan of cats and Russian blues. I had a Russian blue cat as my my first uh, love. Rain. Yeah. Oh, it's a name. I love that name. Love that name. Oh, oh she's, she's so great. She's great. <laughs> okay, Brian, you're Rest up. In peace. What is your favorite childhood pet's name? Sunny. That's Aww. great. Sunny. Sunny. Nice. Two, two. From the Godfather? or Cocker, Cocker Spaniel. Cocker Spaniel. You don't see those anymore, right? Back in the day, everyone had a Cocker Spaniel. Yeah. Um. Okay. So two, two. Very yeah, good. Tight you game. Guys. Damn. This Exciting. is where it goes downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, what is your most useless skill or talent? Oh, we, we passed that one. We oh, sorry. You're right. Thank but you. it was double jointed thumbs. A thumb, one thumb. That's what I was gonna say. Just but, one. Thumb. <laughs> just one. I love that it started as thumbs, a, and you're like, "Wait, actually, just one." That's <laughs> that's useful thing. for getting out of handcuffs. Is it? Is it really? Is so. it really? That's a that's a good. Yeah, Everyone's believing you right like, now. Are you just like, talking out of your ass? Uh, yeah, I am talking about. <laughs> what, what, what was your What was your useless thing? Yeah, just I want to know, Brian, what yours was. Um, I just put down a weird hand so I could. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, you have shown me that before. You have shown me that. And I think I was like, why are you showing this to me? Wow, that is the most useless, useless thing I've ever seen. It's not even a talent. Well, we passed just, we, on that one. I'm actually mad we didn't do that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, and now the food one. Oh, that's going to just really okay. pale in comparison. Uh, question number four Rachel, what is your last meal on earth? Pork chops. <laughs> Any Brian, preparation? This, or just this anything? is always my favorite food, and you know this. I know, but I I put like a full course of food. Yeah, when you said I knew you were going the wrong way when you started talking desserts, did you put papados? No, I oh. put. I got sushi. You love sushi. That and would I had never grapes, be my last meal. Grapes, <laughs> wing, wing stop. Wing, whenever that would have been second. Whenever you're stressed, you eat Wingstop. This is true. You, you need the grease. So this I figured you're good, about to die. You need Wingstop. No, 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 no. I Sorbet, want a home-cooked meal. Sorbet and then pork chops. 
Wait, pork oh, wait. just after Did store you put pork? Okay, <laughs> wait, no, put let's like see the paper, five Brian. Foods. That is I, so I got one of them, right? I want to see the paper, Brian. Show no, the camera. I just want to make sure. I love that we don't trust him. Let me see. No, Brian, say Bri- something. Bri- Brian, so. say something. So Brian, pork say chops. Something. Pork chops. <laughs> okay. Okay, it's there. Well, if I could Sorbet. list five foods, my goodness. <laughs> well, I, I've listed five foods for me, so let's see if you got it right. All right. Okay. We're, we're going to give him that point. Yeah, I'm going to give it to him. Okay. I mean, he got pork chops. Put it, put it this way. If you had to pick one of those, would have you picked pork chops? She always orders a pork chop at a restaurant. If there's a pork chop on the menu, she's getting the pork chop. So, yes. No, it doesn't matter what the preparation is. Boiled pork chops. No, I have to have it grilled. I'm not going to do a fried one. Mm -mm. Okay. All right. Grilled. Okay. I'm still reeling that either of you consider grapes a dessert. I really love grapes. I like like a kid. I'm... I'm like like, frozen? You wash me off grapes um, before bed tonight, like a nighttime snack. I, I, it's, I love grapes. You know, Green I love grapes. grapes as well, except it's very hard to find that perfect grape. I've, I, yeah, I don't yeah. like an exactly. unfirm. It needs to be to crunchy. Be firm. Yeah. yeah. You need a firm. And no seeds. No seeds. No seeds. That's why I have to go to the grocery store because I feel on the grapes. I'm like, this looks like a good <laughs> so package. Yeah. I take it very seriously. <laughs> <Me> <laughs> I'm sure the next person. If you feel one soft well. one, you're like, no, yeah. not this bad. Yep. No. It's very hard to yep. pick a good grape. grapes. I wish I wish I was as satisfied by grapes. No, a good grape is <laughs> one it. of the best things, but it's got to be really good. Yeah, the stars it's like have a good to pear. People don't appreciate pears enough. A good that pear is tremendous. Good fruit. pear. Yeah, I haven't had a pear in a while, but it's good. Yeah, when well, it's good. <laughs> All right, Brian. What is your last meal on earth? Once again, I put multiple. <laughs> That's <laughs> cheating <laughs> left and right. <laughs> I Except got for the shoes. Steak. I got sweet potato fries, cheesecake, uh, mac and cheese, and bacon. So you're going locale here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is like. Oh, yeah. Okay. My favorite part is that you read that while it was up at the camera, which means that you had it memorized. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, Rachel, let's see what you got. I put steak and potatoes. Did he say steak? I think I think I that did wins. Say steak. I All right, steak was his first one. Yes, I knew you steak guys. Would be I think that, that wins. Yeah. Damn. Wow, that was easy. Easy. We three, well, here's steak and potatoes? we are not going to get this next one. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get this one right. <laughs> well, I mean, you're tied right now. Three three. Have we ever had a three three tie going into? I don't the think so. No. All right. Okay. Five. Rachel, what's the first thing you would buy if you won the lottery? House. A, house. a house. That's very practical. Brian, what did you put? I said she would say a house. But I got to show you mine. Are so you writing? Sh- Are you? No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh my God. I gotta, this I gotta sh- is a travesty. <laughs> I got to show you mine so that because I literally put just same on okay. the one for we her. We believe you. <laughs> okay. So mine is actually I just bought a whole bunch of real estate. <clears throat> It's five houses, okay? One for each parent set, and then one in LA, one in Dallas, and one in Miami. This is your answer. Wow. We bought the, yeah, this is my answer. But then I said, like, same because I knew you would put house. Um, Oh, that's sweet. That That is really sweet. And you definitely win because that is not what I put for you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Rachel, let me hear it. 
Ferrari Testarossa. Business, Business stuff. stuff. <laughs> Business. <laughs> what? Thinking like. Oh, he would buy all this equipment, you know, for his business. And, you know, that's what I thought you would think. What? Oh, my God. He's won the lottery. He didn't <laughs> yeah, get like seriously. a $25,000 grant. Um, that, all right. She, she automatically Why loses. These cost uh, so much money. Like, they're, they're so much. Like, he has these machines that nobody else has. But that that's not all- what you buy when you win the lottery. If he wins the lottery, he might not need to work at all anymore. That might be something exactly. he actually exactly. spends some money no, on. If we win the lottery, yeah. we're still working. <laughs> yeah, I feel well, like I'm, ru- I'm running the business. I ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, um, Brian, yeah. you are tied for reigning champion of the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Oh, my God. I, yeah. Do I get yeah, like a reward Kevin. or a medal Yay. or something? You get a hand clap. An applause. <laughs> <laughs> Very impressive. The only mm-hmm. other person is Kevin. Went. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, that's my guy right there. <laughs> Love Kevin. Very impressive stuff. You guys, that was so fun. I loved the that plate impressive. cameo. That was fun. That was fun. We discovered new things. Yes. <laughs> and you guys just gave such great, specific, detailed answers. It was everything I hoped and dreamed it would be. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thank you so much Appreciate for Appreciate you guys for having us. Yeah, for sure. Fun. It was a great time. We would love to come back. Yes. Anytime. Maybe you can do us. Do us one yeah. day. Oh my gosh, that would be so much fun. Yes. And, and were you stroking me because I was like... You were emotional. Yeah, I, I am <laughs> emotional because you guys, like, I was really looking forward to this one, so... Thank you for being oh, so You guys great. delivered. Thank you, really you guys did. so Thank you. Much. Appreciate it. Really Thanks appreciate a lot. Hope to hang out in person one day oh on the other side. Oh my gosh. Yes, we will see you. Happy holidays to you guys. Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Right back at you. You too. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh my God. Oh, wow. oh, they were great. I am such a fan of them. I am now a fan. <laughs> Not that I wasn't a fan of, of her. Yeah, I feel like you were I, you I just knew just of them and you were like, okay, yeah. but now you are a fan. Great. They're they really it's it can happen on TV. It can, and it really goes to show what happens if you bring on people who are maybe a tick tick older than twenty three. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, but not to discredit the other ways in which they're great, which yeah. are not just, by the way, attributed to age. They're both no. just so self-aware and reasonable. Reasonable, down to earth, all the good She's things. such a star. She's a star. She's a she star. really is. Yeah. I'm, and I, the first time I met her, I was like, I was <laughs> just so excited. It's because, really cute. Yeah, she's just, you know, she's not just beautiful and doesn't just have a presence. Like, she's... She'll talk to you like a human being and relate to you. And she's so easy to be around on top of that star power, which just sort of seals the deal. You know, they were great. Great. So easy to talk to. Easy. There's such like a like a mo- I feel like there's such a modern couple. Mm-hmm. You know, how like she's in L.A. We actually forgot to say that, by the way. I had a whole question about long distance, but we kind of ran out of time. And because and I'll mention this. So if anyone wants to listen to it on Brian's podcast, uh, they have an entire episode about long distance between the two of them. So that's mm-hmm. why I didn't want to talk about it too much. But she's in L.A. right now because she works for Extra and he's in Miami because that's where his practice is. And I just think it's it shows so much that they are so attuned to each other. Like, I forgot that they weren't in the same room. 
It, it's yeah, absolutely. You it know? felt like they were on a couch together. Yeah. Like that's the first time we've recorded with a couple where they're in different locations and yeah. they're just so on the same page. hundred percent. So much. It's really nice to see. Oh, you know, what's funny is we both had our money on Rachel because she was so confident. Oh, but well, that's Brian, I lost my money. I forgot. Yeah. Brian totally swept up and, and stole it. She, she should have said uh, Eva Mendez. That was a mistake. That was, yeah, that was. That would have actually resulted in a, um, in a tie. And you know what's funny is he was so close from having five because he only put shoes. If he had put three things, he certainly would have gotten one He of should have gotten five. You're right. Yeah. Anyway. So he won. <laughs> he didn't put it. <laughs> no, but he won even without it. Yeah, he won, but I'm saying. So he won. He, he really won. Like, I think he won. Because she should have put Ava Mendez. Yeah. And he should have put more than shoes. Oh, you're right. In which case so it would have been five four. Five four, yeah. I love how much we're still talking about the newlyweds like, score. It's like literally it's like the, the sports center after like a like a football game. <laughs> it's like grown men just talking for like an hour about a, a, a game. A pass. Of, 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 uh, anyway. <laughs> Good job. So I think that's it for this episode of Dear Shandy. What a great love fest. They mm-hmm. were great. If you liked what you heard today, you can support Dear Shandy by liking, subscribing, leaving iTunes reviews, commenting, following. Following all the things you would do to keep us. Tell your friends. Oh, tell your friends. Thank you, Andy. That's a good one. Arguably the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on that note, I think that's it. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for tuning in to Dear Shandy, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Dear Shandy. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.